Welcome to the Get Emergent podcast. This is a podcast about leadership development, improving communication, and enhancing team performance. I'm Cindy Massingill. And I'm Ralph Simone. And we're doing a series of podcasts around our offering that's called Team Forward. This is a performance-based team development process, and we're doing a series of podcasts around some of the important elements that are included in this offering. And today we're talking about, this is almost like a part two to our magnificent meetings that we did a few weeks ago. And we wanted to focus today on getting a strong start to meetings. So we, at the first podcast, we talked about the importance of having a a strong finish, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, Really stopping with enough time before the end time of the meeting to really understand who's doing what by when, right? A strong finish. But we also see, if not even more important than a strong finish, the importance of having a strong start. And just before we go into detail on that, a key thing to that, and this ought to be an operating ground rule, is everybody showing up early or on time. Mm -hmm. Because there isn't anything that impacts a strong start more than being hesitant on when to start. So I'm just curious, if the meeting starts at 10, what is, when, when, should, when should someone show up? I think they should show up between 9.55 and 9.59. Right. And yeah. this is where we've got to get away from an organization's back-to-back-to-back meetings if they're the same length and if they're in different locations. Because, you know, we were doing a training session the other day, and we love to start. And we're, we are strong starters. We have a story. We have a reading. And we had about half the group there at the beginning of the session. And it was – and so, you know, I knew it wasn't a strong start because I was tentative. Should right. I start? Yeah. Maybe not. Should I – do a soft start? Should I wait till more people get here before I tell my story? It was really awkward. Well, here's the other thing. So if people show up at 10 o'clock for a 10 o'clock meeting, they're setting up their computer, they're going in the back of the room to get a cup of coffee. So you're not really starting the meeting at 10 o'clock. I don't know. Right? I think it was Lombardi time. You had to be 15 minutes early, but I would take five. I think that would be a huge improvement in organization. So before we go into what else makes for a strong start, I think it was important to talk about that. And there needs to be a ground rule, and people need to be held accountable mm-hmm. uh, for showing up early or you know, early is on time, as far as I'm concerned. And I, I'm not sure we can solve this right now, but there's definitely a, a tendency to have meetings back to back to back, right? So like on someone's Outlook calendar, you've got a meeting from 9 to 10. You've got another meeting yeah. from 10 to 11. So how do you show up at 9.55 if you're at that other meeting, right? So two things happen. Yeah. you got to leave early, which is breaking a ground rule from our perspective. Sure. Um, or you're going to show up late, even though maybe you're not late, how do you do that? Well, you're touching on another component of Strong Start, planning the meeting, right, and and really looking at what's on people's calendars and not planning too many meetings or too many that overlap. So I think part of a Strong Start also starts in pre-planning as well. Yeah, right, right. We have a formula for Strong Start. And on a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being low, 
10 being high in the area of effectiveness. We have found this start to be a 10. Would you agree? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Without question. So we call it a check-in. We like that term. We have everybody check in in exactly the same way by sharing what their score is on the me scale. M-E-E-E. Three E's on the me. So I guess you would say me as opposed to me. <laughs> An elongated me. Perfect. So what's the M for? So the M starts with mattering. Does the work that I'm doing feel, does it feel like it matters, right? Share more about that. Does it connect to focus? Does it connect to strategy? Uh, Because we know that when people can see what they're doing is connected to a larger purpose, they are more in it to win it. I mean, they're more engaged. It's just really much more compelling. And this is an important component no matter where you sit in an organization. Do you feel like the work that you're doing matters? If the answer is no, then we need to figure out how we're using this person resource, right? This human resource. So what we do is we want people to think about on on a scale, we use one to five. One is low, five is high. Where do you fall on the mattering So if somebody were to have a lower score on our team, what would that indicate? Mattering, a lower mattering score. So why would it be lower, though? Yeah. So, um, well, it would be low because I would feel like the work that I'm doing doesn't matter. So it might be an indication that the work I'm doing is not tied to the focus areas that are driving the strategy of the organization. Right. Right. And, and I think in some cases, for me, it could be I'm working on uh, like busy work that really doesn't light me up. Sure. Yeah. And it may not be uh, value added from a client perspective. Right. Right. Good example. So the second component of the me score is effective. Do I feel like the work I'm doing is effective? You know, I, I think this speaks to the quality almost. Absolutely. I think it looks at, you know, our competence, our ability to execute the work we have in a very effective way, right? Uh, Achieving the outcome. Could be an indicator of where I might need some more training, Mm -hmm. where I might need some more experience, where I just might need some help, right? Mm -hmm. So mattering and effective. The third component is energy. So, um, how energized am I feeling in general? You know, is is what I'm doing draining or is it refueling? And I think there's another part to that. Are we refueling enough so that we are bringing as much of our energy as possible to the activity, to the day, to the meeting? So I think there's two pieces. The activity itself could be energy draining or gaining, but are we intentionally refueling so we're bringing our full energy to these important meetings sure. or tasks. Yeah. yeah. And we worked on a project this week. It was a it's one of our newest offerings. It was a two day. It was a long day. We had almost twenty people in the room. Could have been really draining, but it wasn't. I think both of us were almost a five on both days. Yeah, and I think there's a couple things there. The newness of the work mm-hmm. and how much that work mattered to the client in what they are intending to achieve. So there was a lot in There's in a connection there. there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then the uh, fourth component of, of the me score is engaged. And I think this speaks to flow. When you're in flow, 
you're fully engaged. I mean, there's statistics from the Gallup poll that are appalling that less than 29% of people are fully engaged in their work. Mm -hmm. And I think this flow is also a consequence of seeing how their work connects to something that matters. Mm -hmm. It's tied to how effective they are in their work. And if they're working too much, spinning their wheels, not in flow, they're probably not energized. Right. You know, they're drained. Yeah. And, and so I think all of these are connected in some way. And I think, I know we have found this with our team. When we think about engagement, sometimes what comes out are things that are happening outside of our workplace, right? And how that could be getting in the way of the work that we want to do, Absolutely. right? Yeah. yeah. Personal issues happening, vacations coming up or coming back from vacation, you know, it brings it out. And so, so we like that, you know, how engaged are you? I think it requires people to be slightly vulnerable on this one, to really open up to their team to say, guys, I'm not, I'm not engaged right now. I got 48 hours before I'm heading to my vacation in Florida. And I think that's okay. Well, I think that's how you can actually pitch in for one another mm-hmm. when, you know, we use the score for a couple of reasons. It's kind of interesting though, since we've been doing it, we've been doing it since the beginning of the year. And maybe I shouldn't say this on this, we crushed the first quarter. And, and to a large extent, I think mm-hmm. we crushed the first quarter. Now, maybe there, there were some business conditions in our favor, some work we did last year. But I think because we're paying attention, right, there's, there's two key components, metrics in business, your financial performance and culturally how people feel and how engaged they are. I think there's a direct correlation between our business results and our me score right now. Right, right, right. So when we say me score, we're talking about mattering, effective, energy, and engaged. Yeah. So how we do it, I mean, this isn't rocket science, but how we do, I know how I do it is, I give myself a one to five on each of those four variables, and then I average it out. Is that how you do it? Exactly. It is how you do it. Exactly. And then we, we say the me leads to the we score, which is a winning enterprise. Because if people are you know, working on stuff that matters, if they're effective in it, if they're energized and engaged, how can you not be successful? And I love hearing the success stories from our clients who are also employing this. People are getting really excited about it. I think there's two things that actually happen when people do this, and it directly is tied to team performance. Number one, it creates an opportunity for people to be really open about where they need help, Mm -hmm. help in training, help in a conversation, learning something new, whatever, you know, it puts it out there. It also forces people to be a little bit vulnerable with how they're feeling, but it also creates the conditions to let's celebrate and recognize successes, which kind of speaks to the operational ground rules that we talked about before. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to encourage all of our listeners, bring this into a team meeting, do it a couple times and Make it part of how every meeting can start strong. Have everyone go around and share their score, where they stand on the average score of mattering, effective, energy, and being engaged. And if you'd like to learn more about our Team Forward offering or any of our offerings, please go to our website, getemergent.com, or give us a call. 